0: My name is Keith Beavers, and I've been told that my French pronunciations on the podcast are actually not bad. Ah, Thank you. I don't believe you, but thank you. going on wine lovers welcome to vine Pair's wine 101 podcast my name is keith beavers i am the tasting director of vine Pair. vine Pair keith on insta what is happening so we're gonna talk about this thing called minerality i know i know it's crazy and when we're done with this episode you're gonna be like oh my god this is crazy so why don't you and i talk about minerality and get crazy Today's Wine 101 episode about minerality is sponsored by William Estate Winery, which is located on the Silverado Bench in California. It's not an actual bench. It's a strip of mineral-rich land between a slope and a valley. And what does that mean? Ideal growing conditions for wine. Is the land tied to minerality and wine, you ask? Well, there's only one way to find out. To try William Estate Winery and other wines we talk about, follow the link in the episode description to TheBarrelRoom.com. Okay, wine lovers, before we get started, I want to do a little bit of housekeeping. It's, that's what they say when in podcasts, right? It's house, is it house cleaning. No, it's housekeeping. How is it, anyway, it doesn't matter. So Adam Teeter, CEO of Vine Pair, and myself are about to head out to Sonoma and Napa for a week to record a bunch of audio for upcoming episodes. So because this is going to be an audio experience, if you want to see what I'm doing out there, follow me at VinePairKeith on Instagram. And you'll get visuals of all the stuff you'll be hearing about in the coming weeks. It's going to be awesome. Vine, Pear, Keith. Get into it. Let's talk about mineral. I gotta say, sometimes I have a hard time getting these episodes started. It's not because, I don't know what it is. I have so much information I want to give out <laughs> to you guys that I sometimes don't know where to start, even though I have notes and all this stuff. And not all the time, but when it comes to something like minerality, I don't even know where to start. It's a, it's a wild one, man. It's a wild one. It's a key term that's being used, but is it? It's kind of, but it's not. Is it new? Is it old? What, the, what is minerality? What is, what is this thing? And Are you, as a wine lover out there, hearing people say the word minerality when they're talking about wine at all? Or are you hearing people kind of like raise the eyebrow or just going to go, no, there's no such thing? What's happening out there, guys? I don't know. Because in the wine world, in our world, the industry, the word minerality has had one hell of a ride as far as acceptance is concerned. The thing is, this word, this wine term minerality, is actually fairly new. Um, it's hard, it's almost hard to explain. I actually I, I was around buying wine when the word minerality popped off. I mean, I remember hearing it like, what's that? Oh, minerality. And am thinking to myself, oh, that's a great word. I mean, it really helped to understand certain wines. And then this word spread throughout the wine industry like wildfire. And I believe it's connected to the organic, sustainable, biodynamic movement of the late 90s and the early 2000s. And I believe that, I, I kind of think that's where it came from. But it got to the point where the word was so popular and got so popular that people started asking, okay, so if minerality is a word we're using to describe something in wine, whether it's an aroma or a tactile sensation, which we'll get to in a little bit, then what is it? How does it, what, what is minerality then? And this is where things got real weird wine lovers in the, in the industry. We, we, Everyone began arguing about what this thing was. Like, what is minerality? Is it a perception based off of what you and I know from listening to Wine 101 that you are just trying to grab things from nowhere that your brain has experienced before as an aroma? Or is it something that actually comes from the earth through the vine into the grape that translates and like metabolizes? into an actual compound that results in a minerality aroma in the wine. What is it? And then it got even crazier from there because the more this was talked about, the more science got interested in it. And then science started being like, okay, let's look into this. And this went on for like a while. And... It wasn't until 2015, the fourth edition of the Oxford Wine Companion, that Jedi wine master Jancis Robinson actually put minerality as an entry into the Oxford Wine Companion. So for a long time, it wasn't even there. But because it's being talked about so much, it had to be addressed. And she addressed it. So a lot of the information in this episode is going to be mostly from that entry because the the speculation about minerality is all over the place. And when you're looking at something as kind of polarizing—I don't want to say polarizing—but as, as as sort of like uh, mysterious, mysterious as this, you want to go straight to a primary source, and then obviously Jedi Master Jancis Robinson is that source. And I just gotta put this is a little aside. I love that this term is just in the past few years five, six years getting an entry into the Oxford Wine Companion because one thing that is constant in wine from antiquity to right now is its mystery. I just had to get that out, out there. There are so many things about wine science can are, is still trying to understand. I mean, that's that's crazy, guys. I and mean, like wine is, we know a lot, but man, there's still tons of stuff we don't know. And this Word minerality is a great example of what we don't know. <laughs> so according to Jantis, we're on a first name basis, even though we've never met. And Jantis, if you are listening, let's hang out. Anyway, she acknowledges that it's a fairly new term. But one thing that she picks up on, and I'm not really sure about this, but this I have to put it out there because it's kind of kind of cool, is that she associates this minerality idea with tasting terms or aroma terms of the past and how minerality is sort of like the leveled up version of flinty, gun flint, chalky, and stony. See, I don't, that's the thing is like, I don't know if those words give you any sense of a negative vibe about a wine because it seems like the word minerality has come about because at some point we decided that minerality is a better more cleaner word for gunflint stone or chalk but the thing is if you're smelling those things don't you know there's no denying that your brain's interpreting them as what that is and it this is where it gets weird because people are like no 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 that's actually minerality but that according to Janice Robinson what she's saying is like look it's just a version of this style or this thing in wine that science has not figured out. What is minerality? Okay, this is this is kind of wild. I so when I'm writing wine reviews for VinePair, um, I I'd like I like using the word minerality. I think it's a great word to express something in wine. And when I type it immediately goes to an autocorrect typo. The word itself, minerality, I don't believe is available in like the Webster dictionary or or anything. I think it's a word that we kind of came up with, like Stephen Colbert coming up with truthiness. When I look up minerality on the Mac, on my Apple, on my Mac, in the dictionary that the computer has, the aroma wheel comes up. And one day we should talk about the aroma wheel because that's, 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 that's some fun stuff. But minerality, the word, is actually not real, I guess. So what we've done in the industry is we've created a word called minerality and never really explained what that is. So I believe the word minerality is somewhat subjective but has definite characteristics around it. So when I'm writing a wine review and minerality it, it started like you know it was kind of annoying after a while you're writing minerality it's not popping up and all this stuff. So I started saying things like mineral driven. I started saying things like wet rock, wet stone stuff like that and that's really what minerality is and for our purposes one way to experience what may what people say minerality is, is if you get a specifically a white wine from a cool region the most um, the two most prevalent wines out there that will give you this sort of minerality vibe would be the sauvignon blanc wines coming out of sancerre and the chardonnay coming out of chablis both of these wines don't often see oak so what you're getting is just the cleanliness of the variety and what it wants to show. And when you're smelling those wines, it's almost undeniable that you get this very, I would say, high tone perception of what you would think of as mineral. And that could be grabbing, I, I, sometimes I say, you, you're grabbing a rock out of a babbling brook and licking it (laughs) or smelling it, that kind of minerality. Sometimes minerality is the smell of asphalt after a rainstorm. Sometimes minerality is the chalkiness of like banging two erasers together in school. And those are just some that my brain came up with. Jansis also uh, mentions a crushed oyster shell, which makes sense. Also, this minerality is not only on the nose. Wildly enough, with the two wines that I suggested that you try, you get a bit of a, what I say is a saline vibe on the palate. Like, you get the fruit, you get the acidity, but then there's this sort of, like, lean saline mineral thing running through as if you're drinking mineral water. But it's not watered down, of course, just part of the complexity of a wine. But just like there are no cherries in Pinot Noir other than the perception of cherries. According to Jantus, and here I quote, geologists and soil scientists are clear that there can be no direct connection between the flavor of wine and the geological minerals in the rocks that underlie the vineyard or the mineral elements in the soil that are nutrients for the vine. Yeah, you may have gotten lost in that, it's a lot. But what basically they're saying is the mineral in the earth does not transmit through the vine's system into the grape at all. And she says that minerals are found in wine, but are below the threshold of our sensory perception. So what we have here is a wine mystery. Something that wine does through fermentation, through what the the, the winemaking process in general, that results in this perception of minerality. It's also in red wine. Some Pinot Noirs, some very light Pinot Noirs, there's a very definite minerality vibe going in that. Sometimes uh, very lean Cab Francs, underneath all that peppery note, you can sometimes get like a wet rock thing going on, even in Sangiovese sometimes from Tuscany. At least I do. There has been talk that sometimes this flinty, smoky stuff, which is actually very prevalent in Sauvignon Blanc at times, and is thought to be a big deal in Marlborough Sauvignon Blancs in New Zealand, is these scenes called mercaptans. And mercaptans are normally um, not desirable in wine they are a group group of compounds chemical compounds that are uh, developed through the fermentation process and they can be not very volatile meaning they don't blow off as easily so good racking and aeration can help but it's thought that in screw cap wines there is a mercaptan called benzyl mercaptan which gives off that flinty gun flint type thing and it is in such small um, proportions that they believe it adds the complexity of a wine. There's sometimes called beneficial mercaptans, like there's one called fur which gives off a coffee note, and that can sometimes add to the complexity of a wine. I believe those are sometimes, you can smell those in Amarone. But that's how this minerality thing works. The whole, the entire industry doesn't really know where it comes from. And I just think that's wonderful. I mean, I want to know, absolutely. I mean, I love science. I want to know where that minerality comes from. I want to know like what interactions that the constituents of what will be a wine interact with each other that gives us this very subtle, very like, but but um, perce- very perceptive, Mineral like thing that runs through wine it's a beautiful thing, but that's the thing minerality is something that you will come across it's something that what well, you will think in your brain and you'll say mineral minerality and you'll be right <laughs> because the thing is we decided in the wine I didn't decide to think I mean, the 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 collective hive mind of the wine industry at some point decided that. Minerality was a word that was going to be used for this wet rock lean sort of mineral vibe. But then it got, like I said, it got popular and we started arguing over it. And to this day, no one has figured it out. So if you ever are smelling a wine and you smell minerals, like rock minerals, that's what it is in your brain. Interpreting that for you, your strong big healthy brain is telling you hey this smells like a wet rock okay that's minerality so for right now this is all the current information that jancis and science has on this word so for now until we figure it out again we i don't i don't do these experiments until they figure it out let's use minerality whenever we want to Let's just say it. Hey, wow, I'm getting nice minerality on this on this wine because that's a re- it's a really great word. I love it. I think it's a really great word. But then again, you could also say flinty. Like if it's gun flint like yo, it's it's gun flint in your brain. It's gun flint. Okay, I'm not, I'm, I'm going to stop rambling on about this because I could just go in circles. But part of this episode is to show you that wine still has a long way to go for I mean, we have a long way to go understanding wine. And also, it's a word you're hearing, and to be comfortable with using it, because it's there, it's real, it's minerality. Go drink some Chablis. Go drink some Sancerre. You'll see. Fine pair Keith is my Insta. Rate and review this podcast wherever you get your podcast from. It really helps get the word out there. Day. See you next week. E and J Gallo Winery is excited to sponsor this episode of Vine Pair's Wine 101. Gallo always welcomes new friends to wine with an amazing wide range of favorites ranging from everyday to luxury and sparkling wines. I mean, Gallo also makes award-winning spirits, but you know this is a wine content. So whether you're new to wine or an aficionado, Gallo welcomes you to wine. We look forward to serving you enjoyment and moments that matter. Cheers. Visit BarrelRoom.com today to find your next favorite, where shipping is available.